hope you play, they make you great, baby. Ooh. I like shoot you hey. in your head and that is no more thinking. What's that boy? I leave you dead and call it dead. Hey, Mutiny Radio listener, it's four o'clock. It's time for the open mic, the four o'clock open mic. Hey, uh, we just finished Jeff Hansen's storytelling class. If you guys should check that out on our website, Jeff Hansen teaches a great storytelling class here every Saturday from two to four. If you've ever wanted to get into that, come here, check it out, look him up, find him on the end of our website. His name is Jeff Hansen. <laughs> His name is Jeff Hansen. <laughs> the, the, the one thing, that's a Fight Club reference. Uh, we're going to listen to some more. Um, Sam Dad's put his iPhone in, so this is Sam's music. We're going to find a quorum. We'll wait till there's four comedians in the room. That way we actually have an audience, and we'll get started here on the Saturday open mic that has no name. But if you got a problem with it, then fuck with up. If you ask it, the ass is dust up. Got your bitch riding everything but the bus. She let me put it there where well, but the butt. I would tell the bitch don't talk so much. She said, who I'm hiding from? What the fuck? For what? I say the fuck with you, I can't tell. $500,000 Chevelle. I got bricks and birds for retail. I got a hundred dollar worth belt. These bitches and these niggas know they, they can't play around here. I call the spot elementary cause I keep a hey, kill around hey, here. Turn it, turn it. These things just took over me. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in 7 days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm join us march 1st to 7th for the here say some stuff anything anything say your name say hi there you go do some <laughs> asmr get some asmr in there say your name Rocko. yeah If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Hey, trips that you plan for the next whole. So cheap and flex so deep, sex so deep. You got it, girl. You got it. Hey, you got it, girl. You got it. Yeah, pretty little thing. You got a bag and now you violent. You just took it off the line, no mileage. Way they hitting you, the DM looking violent. Talking while you come around and now they silent. Through the coupe at 17, no guidance. You be staying low, but you know what the fight is. Ain't never got you know it being modest. Pop and ship it only cause you know you popping. Yeah, you got it, 
No dead air. No dead air. Uh, well, we just plugged his phone in, but it's it's dead airing. But that's okay. We'll uh, we'll listen to some Mutiny Radio commercials until no dead air. I don't know what I don't know what happened. I don't know. What, so. Oh. Oh no no no. We're just we're just wasting time until the people come. Trips that you plan for the next whole week. Bands too long for a nigga so cheap and your flex so deep, sex so deep. You got it, girl. You got it. Hey, you got it, girl. You got it. yeah. Pretty little thing, you got a bag and now you violent. You just took it off the line, no mileage. Way they hitting you, the DM looking violent. Talking while you come around and now they silent. Through the Cooper 17, no guidance. You be staying low, but you know what the fight is. Ain't never got you know it being modest. Popping shit, it only cause you know you popping, yeah. You got it, girl, you got it. Hey. You got it, girl, you got it.
freaky. I could learn a lot from you, gotta come teach me. You a little hot girl, you a little sweetie. Sweet, sweet like pale and sweet like peach tree. Like that. I could tell you crazy, but she kinda intrigue me. Yeah, I like that. Seen it on the ground, trying to see that shit in 3D, mommy. I know I get around cause I like to move freely But you can lock it down, I can tell by how you treat me Seeing how you did homeboy, so please take it easy Good to have me on your side, I ain't saying that you need me Six got talk, but I ain't trying to get preachy No, no Seeing how you did homeboy, please take it easy on me I don't wanna play no games, play no games. I don't wanna play no games, play no games. No dead air, no dead air. We're uh, we're waiting for at least four comedians to be in the room, and then we'll get started with stand-up comedy here on the Saturday Open Mic.
Super cool, funny chick, wetter than an ocean. Swimming lesson teacher, I might drown on purpose. You want me in deeper? I might close a curtain.
been cute before. I've been bent like a cinephone. I crap with my money, no. Drop that top, get a breathe, oh. Got four million in jury, oh. Let that money fly to the ceiling, whoa. Did you pay someone's tuition, no. Do you own a store, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me hit my cup. 
Let me, let me hit my blood. Let that motherfucker breathe for me. Little boat, what's up? Okay. Okay, boom. Okay, cool. I did. Eat. Eat. Ladies, you know that the cash don't. By that, I'ma tell the ass fuck. I got a few guns, I ain't stunning cops. I'm making it rain, it's stone stone. Young boy, put your mama on. Young boy, get your brother song. He's straight in the slumber dog. Straight. Live wonderfully after all. So don't try to stop me, they think that they got me, no, but they cannot stop me, they cannot stop me, no, no, they cannot stop me, I've been through a lot, so I've been through a lot, I've been through a lot, so I skirt out the lot, cause I've been through a lot, and now I'm at the top, I've been through a lot, you won't understand, unless you've been through a lot, damn, damn, damn. Up to something. Touchdown out in H Town, then it might get ugly. It's trill, nigga, where it's trill, niggas, a whole army of them. I wanna check up, I'm a hot nigga, don't tell my counting on me. Free Rowdy, Rowdy, free Bobby, Bobby, then the shirt on homies, good lord. Good lord. Bunnies in the city moving slow, 30, 30, 35, for the coat. Only real niggas keep you flow, keep you flow. Only true niggas I know. Wait on me. This for the niggas ran off and then wait on me. This for you bitches ran off and then wait on me. 
Hood nigga, fuck all that red carpet shit. Hood nigga, I fuck a red carpet bitch. I put a rose and a rust on my wrist. You can smell permethrin when I piss. I pray to God he grant me activists. Ain't nobody trillin' the metro, ain't nobody trillin' the school. Hop on a private, I do it. Take all the mileage, I do it. The belly pulled up with no mileage, I do it. He styled from Swift Miller to the man. I'm proudly down in these Perkinsons. We just wanna be stoners lately. I've been on, on, on. This money an option, this weed is an option, this lean is an option. Your bitch is an option, her bitch is an option. I send them through auctions. You paying the price for that pool, nanny. This gold on my neck is a new Grammy. Dollies in the city moving slow. 30, 30, 35, for the car. Here we are, the Saturday open mic. We have a quorum. We have a real audience. We have two real audience members. We have, we have a, we have a, we have a young. We have a very young man, and we have another young man, and they are our audience. And I'm super excited to get started on the Saturday open mic. I'm not going to time anybody. Feel free to go as long as you want. Do what you need to do. I'll tell you how much time you've done, but. Like, I mean, well, Saturday open mic, we just kind of divide the time among the comics that come. So, yay. <laughs> we all get to do whatever. It's just an opportunity to talk and work things out on a stage. And uh, thanks for coming to Mutiny Radio. Uh, throw some money in the jar if you can. If you can't, tag us on Instagram because I don't understand how that stuff works. All right. Your first comedian of the night. Put your hands together for the dad with the most. You could, yeah, pull that one out and and then switch it and perfect. He's got his own. He's got his own intro music. Yo. Yeah, you just cut it off. 
It's too bad Kelly's not here because then we'd have two boys with a girl's name. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. It's Courtney Morris. Oh, look at that. Oh, gonna play my shit a little bit longer. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, all right. Pretty little you got a bag I see you, boy. That's our song. Let me see y'all shoulders. We'll do the shoulders one time. I see you. All right, cut the music, DJ. I appreciate you, man. How y'all doing today? Feeling good, man. Fucking love Chris Brown and Drake. That no guidance song? You got it, girl. You got it. It's my shit, man. Be having hood dudes in the club dancing. So you know you got a good song. Wait, Rocco, wait. So you know you got a good song, man. It's crazy, man. Chris Brown, it's like two angels came together and made that song. You know, you know how much sex we would get if they made a whole CD together? Chris Brown and Drake? <laughs> how much sex we had they made a whole CD together with Chris Brown and Drake? Be crazy, man. Drake would have them feeling good about themselves. Chris Brown get them wet. You wouldn't have to do nothing. But as a grown man, you can't listen to Chris Brown and Drake all the time. You can't. You can't be at home cleaning up, listening to Chris Brown and Drake in the mirror. You can't. I was at home listening to Chris Brown and Drake, start feeling like a bad bitch. I did. I was just standing like, you got it, girl. You got it. And I was like, you got it, boy. You got it. I'm like, what? You don't need no girlfriend. You got it. Almost started twerking and shit. <laughs> My girl came and said, is you popping your ass? I said, no, man. Cut this shit off, you know? I love music, I do. You know, I gotta tell people, it's certain times for music, you know? Like, I got any Migos fans in here? Anybody love the Migos? I'm gonna say, I don't care, I, give, I love them. Fuck y'all, shit. <laughs> I love the Migos, man. But Migos, you can't listen to Migos all the time, you know? At certain times, you got to listen to Migos. Like, you know, like, I'm not trying to go to the club and be listening to J. Cole and Jay-Z. Like, you know, you can't, I'm not trying to go to the club conscious. <laughs> trying to go to that bitch unconscious. I'm not trying to think about my 401k. I'm trying to think about the faux holes at the bar. <laughs> Real, man, certain times, you got to listen to Migos, man. Like and it, like I said, like <laughs> uh, I think I messed up with my kids, man. For real, I had them listen to Migos too early. I did. <laughs> I got a son that's five and a son that's three, and they fucked up, man. They are. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Think about it. You know, now they just running around the house talking about hit a tape, who the top, with a tape, who the top. Son Rocco just be making up words and shit. You came in there the other day and said, "Daddy, Patty Philippe." I'm like, I don't know how many times I listen to Migos, I never heard anybody say Patty Philippe. Like, <laughs> he making up shit. <laughs> Mother son Lonzo, he walking around the house talking about mama! Mama! It's crazy, man. You know, we've been doing things together more, they're getting a little bit older. Been watching certain movies like uh, E.T. You know, beautiful movie when I was a kid. But now that I'm grown, it means totally different things now to me. You know, it does. That fucking alien was terrified. Think about it. He's running around the house all day talking about E.T. phone home, E.T. phone home. <laughs> Little Drew Barrymore dressing him up in drag. 
He's an intelligent alien. He knew he was getting dressed up in fucking drag. <laughs> Having tea parties and shit. They feeding him Reese's Pieces and he drinking Pepsis all day. <laughs> Man, we fucking die. We eat Reese's Pieces and drink Pepsis all day. I have diabetes at least. You know, man. And I know everybody thought it was real touching at the end of the story when, um, you know, the, the alien and the young boy was connected, you know? But think about it. That alien was sitting there watching TV all day, high as shit. <laughs> he, knew what, he knew what America loved, young white boys. He was thinking, man, if they kill me, they're going to have to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> it wasn't no touching story. It was about survival. We see what happened at the end. He got to go home. You see that, right? He knew what he was doing, man. I can love it, man. And um, you know, I'm kind of biased too. You know, me and my kids, we play with a lot of Nerf guns and Hot Wheels, and I don't like my kids playing with other people's kids that uh, play with off-brand toys. I just don't. Do it. We don't do it. That fucking attack force shit. We don't rock with that. For real, they bullets be clogging up our our kids' toys and shit. I'm petty too, man. We got the initial in all the bullets. I said, put your initials on all of the bullets. <laughs> you knew when you was a kid, that's how you kept track of your toys. You put your initials on it. You know, man. I know y'all kind of looking at me kind of crazy, you know. But don't nobody say shit when iPhone do it. When Apple does it, they do it all the time. They shit on us. You know, I can't be the only one, you know, when I see that little green bubble. You know, when I give somebody my number and they text me, I see that little green bubble, I just get, I get aggravated instantly. Like, I don't know why, you know. I see that green bubble, I think bad shit, like you don't pay your loans back on time, you know. <laughs> you know, you got like a lot of payday loans open. It's pretty fucked up, man. Um, and I got my wake up call, I definitely did, because I have a 2014 Nissan van and I work with, and I got pissed off to Apple that they got rid of the auxiliary jack on the, I, the I, Apple 11s. And I was like, fuck, why would they do that? What? And you had to think about it though. <laughs> they tell you, you gotta boss your life up. You shouldn't be driving a fucking car that doesn't have Bluetooth if you're messing with iPhone. <laughs> fucking peasant, get your life up. So now I gotta get a new work van. I gotta get a new stereo in my house. Fucking iPhone, man. They'll charge me all types of money. Um, my son is here, but I think I got some, <laughs> I got some more, you know, extreme material, I guess, I want to work on. <laughs> but you guys, if you guys didn't think that was extreme enough, you know. Um, so uh, I knew I was kind of fucked up and I was really ready for comedy. When my mama told me I was molested and I thought it was a good thing. <laughs> I did. Now it was by ladies. It was by a lady. We were not about to get Catholic preacher weird in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to tell that. Because soon as the guys, you know, guys, we don't do good with weird shit. You know, we like, all right, I'm out of here, man. I'll talk to you. <laughs> he said, all right, I'll talk to you later, man. No, it was by a woman, man. And I loved it. I did. And, uh, you know, when a lot of times when a lot of real things come out, you know, um, you're either drinking or smoking, you know. And me and my mama and my auntie, we were sitting around drinking, and uh, my auntie just bust out and said, yeah, you know you used to get hit when you were little, right? I say, wait, what? Wait a minute. I used to what? She said, yeah, it was the woman that used to watch you when your mama was uh, in AA meetings. 
I said, wait, wait, who is this woman, right? Think about it. I was, she, look, she seen the star in me before I knew the star in me. She could have been out there having sex with anybody, but she wanted me. Come on, man. I need, I need to find this woman for real, man. And now that I'm older, like, I'm, I'm like, really freaky, you know? But not like Chris Hansen to Catch a Predator freaky. More like Booty Talk 69 freaky. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know that. You know the white DVDs when you were younger? You knew what they meant. Like that, man, you know? And I, I, and I do freaky stuff. Like, I, I love to put women in full Nelsons, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. You ever put your foot on the woman, back of a woman's neck? I call it the Captain Morgan, you know? I'm just a freak, man. I am. They love it. I love the freakiest of the freaky women, too. You have to be. You know, fellas, like, you ever got finished and having a good time with a woman, and you looking at her like, you got a demon in you. But in a good way, though, you know what I'm saying? You never finished with a woman looking like, who raised you? You know, I fucking love it, man. You know, um, I had a one woman one time tell me she wanted to kill me. She said, this pussy's gonna kill you. I said, kill me, baby. Like, I really wanted to die. Like, I was hoping it was that good that she killed me, you know? I don't know, man, I love, and let me give you another example. <laughs> if you know, if you're messing with a really freaky woman. I had this one girl and she told me, she said, have you ever had your butt ate before? I said, nah, I don't know if I'm that freaky. You know what I'm saying? She told me, and this is the freakiest shit I ever heard in my life, that's because you haven't ate, had it ate the right way before. Now, I don't know about y'all, but think about it. How many assholes you have to eat to know how it's ate the right way? Like, that's just not no shit you know how to do, you know? <laughs> you got to put some practice into it, you know? And um, I got you. Um... I was kind of excited that she knew how to eat an asshole the right way. Like, it kind of turned me on, man. Um, so, yeah, I just want to say my life is just fucking awesome, man. Like, woo, having the best time. And uh, I want to take this shout out, you know, and just want to give a personal shout out to my uh, child molester. You know, she's the real MVP. I appreciate you, you know, because my life is wonderful. I appreciate you guys for that. That's my time. Thank you for listening. Courtney Morris. More girls' names. Isn't he like, he's like, um, he, let's put Terry Dorsey and him on a stage together and we'll be, it's like they're, they're like clones of each other. Won't that be cute? For Halloween, you should go as Terry Dorsey. Anyways, you look, there's another comic you look similar. And not just because you're both black. You have like really similar hair. And it's just the way. It's true. Um, all right, your next comedian. I'm really excited. Your next comedian and I are starting a show at Wazima. It's going to be the first one's going to be on 217, and we're 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 looking for teams of comics. You have to apply to us, and you have a team member, and you get 10 minutes, and you get to divide it in any way that you choose. You can either both do stand up, or you can do a little sketch together, or you can just talk or rip. You, two microphones, two people, 10 minutes. You divide it up, half showcase, half open mic, talking funny with spam. That's the name of our team. We're spam. Monday 217 is going to be the first one from 9 to 11. And we're, we're taking applications. We're, we, we need three teams of two for our opening show. We just got handed this place. And uh, hey, put your hands together, everybody. It's Sam. How come I don't get Drake as my walk-up? Whatever fucking shit Pam listened to when she was in high school. 
I like how you almost did a joke about getting your ass ate, but then you remembered you, your kid was in the room, so you, you did a joke about how you getting your butt ate. <laughs> I thought that was good, yeah. Keep it kid friendly, right? <laughs> yeah. So we got uh, Iowa caucus in the news right now. I'm hearing a lot of buzz about Iowa caucus. I don't know what the fuck that is, but I think we should legalize it, whatever it is. Uh, mushrooms, peyote, LSD, Iowa caucus. Legalize Iowa caucus. I, it's, it's too long we've been living without that shit legal. Government cannot monopolize my mind. It's not right. I don't give a fuck about politics, I don't. I thought uh, Limbaugh was a fraternity that everybody was rushing. <laughs> they were always talking about like hazing and racism. No, he's just a Republican. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I think it's good that uh, people that are sexually frustrated aren't having a lot of sex. I think that's good. We're changing the topics here a little bit, but... Uh, no, I'd only see that ending badly. If it was sexually frustrated, if you're getting frustrated when you're having sex, no, sex isn't your thing. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Do something else. Go play baseball. Um, let's see. There's lots of chicks these days have a lot of different kinds of fetishes. There's all these fetishes that they have, um, like money. They have money fetishes. <laughs> um, no, but some of them have like real fetishes, like choking fetishes, rape fetishes. Yeah, there's all these all these uh, nasty fetishes that they have. I have I have two fetishes. The first fetish is a uh, a sex fetish. I have a sex fetish, and then uh, I have a consent fetish. Yeah, nothing nothing gets me uh, more excited than a woman signing the dotted line of the <laughs> of the documents I prepared in advance and trifolded put in my back pocket. It's the new look. Just get a little white paper out of your back pocket. You are safe with me, unless you sign it drunk, in which case, it's on you. <laughs> yeah. Now, I knew a chick with the rape fetish, and we didn't mesh. We didn't mesh at all. It wasn't working. Um, yeah, because I respect women, and, sh and she was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but w some women have uh, choking fetishes, which can be hard. It can be a lot of, you know, like, it's, it's hard work. But as a woman, you can make it easier for your man. Here's the thing you can do to make it easier for your man if you have a choking fetish. Uh, number one reason, um, number one way, uh, have a peanut allergy. <laughs> That's the, the best way to do it. Just have a peanut allergy. Um, make him work a lot less hard. Just put a little, put a little skippy right under your nose, and uh, you know, do it doggy style. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. I'm ill prepared. I'm gonna cheat my way through comedy, just like I did high school. That's why I'm up here, cause I got caught cheating in high school. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, I think we're done with that. Oh, the first time I got the clap, I wasn't excited. <laughs> You know chlamydia? You know that pill? That one pill that you gotta swallow? It's a tough pill to swallow, being told you have chlamydia. It's also a, a decent sized pill. It looks like the Hindenburg, but it uh, prevents the burning. Here's the thing about Brazilian wax candles. Uh, the women who sell them are beautiful, but the candles smell awful. Yeah, 
smell terrible. Like burnt hair and pussy. That's what they smell like. The great mosquito repellent, though. It's one thing they're good for. I've been thinking a lot about baby names recently. Um, here's the thing about baby names. They're the same as adult names. They're the exact same. There's no difference. There's one difference. Uh, chastity. You can't name your kid Chastity. It doesn't work. Because it's hypocritical. Because mommy, mommy and daddy fucked to get baby Chastity here. In Arby's restroom, probably. Or Dave and Buster's restroom. I haven't figured out if it's going to be Arby's or Dave and Buster's for the joke. But I feel like they're interchangeable. <laughs> yeah. My opinion on uh, legalizing abortion is, is the same one that I had when we were talking about legalizing weed. And I don't want to do it. Because I think it's going to get more expensive. I do. I don't care what chemicals you put in it, but as long as I'm not paying taxes on it, it's fair. It's fair game. Yeah, it's going to keep getting darker and darker. I apologize. I don't think he's paying attention to those. It's good. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. I used to know a kid named Wade when, we, when, I, was, when I was a lot younger. And and he got bullied because his he got bullied and the kids had a nickname for him. They called him Roe v. Wade, right? Yeah, because his parents tried to murder him when he was small. When he was real small. He was like this big when he was like that big. Um, so they tried to murder him. But hey, they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Wade Wade came out of his mom jacked. She came out a jacked baby. Practically ripped the doors off the hinges on the way out. Yeah. Called the suicide hotline the other day, looking for work, see if they would hire me. Want to be a part of the suicide squad. Uh, I was asking all the wrong. I was asking all the wrong questions though. They didn't like it. Like I asked them if they if they pay on commission. No. No, they don't. Hourly. Yeah, it explains why a lot of people are killing themselves these days. Yeah, the telemarketers for living are not incentivized properly. <laughs> not. No. Let's see, uh, uh, Barack Obama in 1995 wrote a book called uh, Dreams for My Father. I don't know if you know this book. You, I don't know why I looked at it like you. You probably know this book. Do you know the book? Familiar with it? Yeah, but when you translate it to other languages, he wrote a book called Dreaming of My Dad. Yeah. Um, forget what came next. On that. Michelle Obama wrote a book called Becoming Michelle Obama, which I thought was pretty narcissistic of her. I like her a lot, but I don't know. You can't write that book, Becoming Me. It's not fair. Queen of England can't write that book. Chapter one, uh, make, sure you're, make sure your dad's the king or th the dude you're fucking is the king. Or both. It doesn't... <laughs> it can be both. Preferably both. All right, guys. I think that's it. Thank you. Thank you. You did seven minutes and ten seconds. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot for that me. That was a lot of time. Yeah, and you were actually funny. That was really good. Oh, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! I, laugh, I, laugh. I like your jokes. You're funny. Yay, Sam! Everybody, give it for Sam Carroll. Yay! Or whatever his name is, he keeps changing it. Today he's Sam's dad. I don't know who's next because I don't have the list back here. Um. Thanks for being here on the Saturday open mic. Sheridan. Sheridan, all right. Uh, thanks for giving me money, everybody. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Sheridan! Oh,
the right one? <laughs> is it this mic? It's a big one? Okay. Hello? Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I saw the small one. I'm like, what the? Didn't notice that before. Okay, so um, I'm so happy to be here. This is fun. It's my first time here. And I, I live in, um, I used to live in the East Bay, then I moved to Marin, and in the East Bay I kept going to Mike's, and they were like, Every, all are welcome, all are welcome. And then I moved to Marin, and they have a similar sl uh, slogan, it's uh, a little bit different, it's none are welcome. Uh, so the people there are so rude, it's like, it's crazy, like I don't know what is wrong with these people, I can't, like I can't even look at them in the eyes, I can't even make eye contact, because these people are so brutally rude, so I actually look at their pets. <laughs> when they're walking down the street. I'm just like, so it's, but I have made some new friends, a group of dogs and I go to the movies every Sunday night. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We went and saw, we saw cats. Uh, my, new, my new friends were insane. They were insane, but, uh, but it's going well. And I'm just like, how is this, I think they're, they're isolated in Marin because Bart doesn't go there or something. Like they, they have no, I don't know what it, I think they're like normal in San Francisco, but the minute they go over the Golden Gate Bridge, it's like some asshole machine. They pop out on the other side of the Golden Gate Bridge, and they're like, well, what are homeless people? What are, I mean, I, I think I saw a homeless squirrel, but I don't know, it could have had a home. It, I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm a little over it. I'm a little over it. Um, so, I used to be married. Um, and I had the, uh, yeah, I had a pretty perfect marriage, um, yeah, except for the guy. Uh, and he was like, we lived in New York for many years. He was so cool there. And we got here and like all of a sudden he became this like environmental Nazi. So he's like, <laughs> so you, you recognize, so he he was much younger though. Um, you know, which that part I didn't mind. I like younger guys. I don't know. Is your son available? I I do like the young men. I do like the young men. But so he's like standing over me while I'm, he totally transformed. It was crazy. Standing over me while I'm brushing my teeth, yelling at me, saying, You're using more water than an entire family does in a third world country in a week to brush my teeth. And I thought, Well, you know what? I care about the environment too. So I had a great solution. I started getting my teeth dry cleaned. Uh, that, was, that was great. Except he got mad about the dry cleaning bag. You know, right? It's always something with those guys. Um, yeah, so, so he was pretty brutal. Um, I did, you know, it, recycling is hard. Has anyone, like, like, have, like, what if an item has more than three types of material on it? You know, I think the rule is what you, the way you recycle an item with more than one material on it to know which bin to throw it in is the most complicated, the most difficult way. Okay, you take it apart. I'm still working on that. All right, so my, my mom, my mom is like not a normal mom. She's like a frat boy. I got rear-ended and I text her and I'm like, mom, I got rear-ended and she's like, that's messed up. That's what she texts back, like this is my mother, instead of darling, are you okay? <laughs> but she got a little sweeter, she said if your neck hurts, uh, you can just do a shot of Jack and chase it with Jaeger. So she's, um, yeah, and then she's like, she, she's kind of like a mean, she's a mean Texas mom. And she's like, are you, I'm telling her this to a group of guys. They're like, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is fascinating. Okay, take it to the chick show. All right, so my mom's like, are you still, so her wording is very intentional. Are you still wearing your hair flat? Like it's a style I chose, <laughs> all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing it thinning on the sides. Uh, 
bald at the crown. That's that's the style I picked. It's been been really nice. Okay, so you know I'm thinking I want to be buried instead of cremated, uh, and and it's not for any you know moral or ethical reason. I just don't trust my family to do something responsible with the ashes once I'm gone. You know I can just see my sister and brother-in-law saying, you know what I think looks a lot like Venice, the dumpster at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like years later, there'd be me and the box of ashes in the closet, and they'd be, well, oh, whoops. <laughs> well, she does like shoes. <laughs> so, yeah, those two, those two are a bit much. They're, they're also Marin people. I should have seen it coming. Um, so, so I went to a wedding when I first moved to California, and uh, these women were getting married, which was great, but they had on the menu for their rehearsal dinner was roadkill. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm th- you know, they're thinking what's responsible, right? Because it's, it, uh, you know, is, is killed on its own, so it's not, it's, you know, it's not your fault. It's all great. But what if nothing good gets killed before your wedding? How does that work? <laughs> Please all sit down and join the bride and groom to a meal of pocket gopher. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, so um, I was walking down the street, and I was going to give this homeless guy a dollar. And my friend said, oh, don't give him money he's just going to spend it on drugs and alcohol and i'm thinking well that's where it's going to go if i keep it (laughs) okay i'm going to head out you guys are amazing i'm glad i came thank you yay sheridan yay tonight today is like the day of doppelgangers you remind me of nicole turley like your voice and your some anyways anyway maybe i'm just and living in a mirrored world today. It's weird. Uh, but that, that was very funny. Thanks for coming all the way from Marin. You birthed the butthole back into the intestines of the city. Very, very brave of you. Uh, all right, your next comedian. I'm excited to see him do stuff. I don't know if I know him. Everybody, John Perkins. I try to laugh about it, cover it all up with lies. I wouldn't say you know me, but, you know, I've been around once or twice. No, I've always wanted to try this, sitting down. It is dangerous. Yeah, no. Don't worry, I wasn't, I wasn't putting my full weight on it. I never put my full amount into anything. But um, just like this, I didn't write much before I came here. Um, but, I, you know, I've been single for the last 10 months, so I've been thinking about porn a lot. Um, I was worried about actually doing this, but then I saw your set and I realized all was cool. Um, not, not the actual sex itself or anything like that, just the semantics of it, just the terminology, because I went to high school with a porn star. A current, well, I don't know if I'd call her a star. I was looking up her ranking on Pornhub this morning, and she's only 182nd. So being in the top 200, I guess, is good. But yeah, like, I guess that's star-ish. I mean, Sydney Cole. That's her stage name, at least. Exactly. You're like, I don't know who that is, but I also don't know how frequently you browse porn. Yeah, Sydney Cole. Is it Sydney or Sydney? Sydney. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Sydney Cole. I went to high school with her, <laughs> which was amazing because in the classes we had together, she could barely take notes, let alone do what I thought she could do. But I've seen her organize the most sophisticated circle jerks. So it's all good. I'm proud of her. I remember our 12th grade guidance counselor, who I was the TA for, he told me one day that he thought she was going to go nowhere in life because she was constantly blowing off appointments. It turns out blowing things off is what she was good at. She was actually working on her future career. 
it is a little weird though. Like I don't know the timeline from graduation to porn because it was two months after we all graduated when we all met in a pizza shop. Sydney wasn't there, but me, a bunch of friends from high school, we met and the breaking news was that she had become a porn star. And the reason why we knew that is because she had two very distinct tattoos on her lower thighs. They were like ribbons basically. Like opening her legs was a present and apparently it is a present. Because, I mean, top 200. All, of all time, though, of all time, at least since she's been on Pornhub, her highest ranking was 157. So she's faltered a bit. She's faltered a bit, but I believe in her. I know she can climb something, someone to victory. I should, actually. Like, I haven't talked to her in years, but we all still check up on her. Well, We check her Twitter to see how she's doing. Um, her last movie was, like, oh, it was Nymphomaniacs Volume 12. So I'm happy she got into the series late. Exactly, it's a very, <laughs> volume 12. Big fan, big fan. Um, and before that, actually no, I discovered another fun thing too. I don't know if you know this, but porn stars have IMDB pages. And I don't mean like some porn like website that spoofs it, it's actually on IMDB. So I'm going to read off just one or two of her filmographies. Uh, the last one listed on here is Dread's Devastation 2 which sounds brutal. Yeah. Um, I don't feel bad about this now, although I still kind of do. Teens love huge cock, 18. 18. Yeah, classic. Um, Step siblings get caught, seven. So, you know, six other volumes of that. Uh, this one might be my favorite. Mandingo Massacre, 12. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I kind of do want to know what the massacre is, but, um, yeah, probably. <laughs> Wanks with a Z, VR. So there's a virtual reality porno she starred in. Um, let's see. I'll do one or two more because I also have a staff meeting I have to get to in 30 minutes. I hope they never hear this. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, Deep Throat This, The Swallowing Edition. And, oh, that's a Lakers-Warriors update. Never mind. Um, <laughs> the Warriors are getting screwed tonight. Um, I'm a Warriors fan, but this season's been bad. Uh, and then, you know, I'll just list her first ever title. Months after graduation, just right into the industry, Pervs on Patrol. Yeah, her breaking role was Pervs on Patrol. Uh, I don't think I actually had a... Um, successful ending to this. Like I said, this was all spur of the moment um, or a happy ending to this, although I'm sure she's had several. But um, yeah, you know, screw it. That, that's my time. I enjoyed this. Thank you. I wanted the experience. And now I'm going to run off to work. Yay, John Perkins. Yay. You did almost five minutes. You did four minutes and 45 seconds. Very nice. Hey, you did great. And you had a great script. Enjoy your meeting. Good luck at your meeting. I hope that, I don't know why you're having a meeting on a Saturday, but, but I hope you're getting paid for it. Thank you for paying. Ooh. Bean burritos, fire sauce, baby. Uh, your next comedian uh, ha, has, has a girl's name. That's also the name of his little company, thing, his, his production company, where he does shows. Uh, and put your hands together, everybody. It's Kelly Evans. I'll pay in a second. I'm already paying. Um, yeah, I got a girl's name. Cool. Uh, 
he does like when I was a kid, I was constantly reminded of that, you know, like I was, you know, you're insecure as a child and people are like, ah, you got a girl's name, which means you wear dresses, you fag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess my point is, uh, I don't recommend homeschool. So cool. Yeah. You can't spend that much time with your kids and not treat them like shit. You know, like, I was like. Anything past eight hours is like, oh, you are fucking annoying. Uh, That's why I don't have kids. I'm sure you're cool. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I did just point at a child. Um, My last girlfriend was really into astrology, uh, which I'm fine with. I know a lot of people like treat astrology like it's some sort of like fantasy belief, like like unicorns or male feminists. Uh, But... Yeah, but I mean, that's better than what I grew up with because, like, I grew up in the Bible Belt where it is all about Jesus, you know, and also the death penalty. I don't know, like, it's confusing. Yeah, nothing says love thy neighbor like electrocuting them to death, you know? Are you guilty? Eh, We're 80% sure. Yeah, fucking fry them. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so I'm fine with people with moonstones. I'll take them over Southern Baptist fucking any day. You know, because, like, nobody's ever said, like, you know, Saturn and Jupiter, they're in alignment, and uh, Mercury's in retrograde, so marriage is between a man and a woman! Anyway... Not really a conclusion that astrology draws, you know? It's much less serious, uh, which is fine, you know? It's, you can keep hating Scorpios. Just don't march outside of Planned Parenthood. Um, uh, I did realize, though, that my girlfriend was just, like, using astrology as, like, a uh, deceptive way to criticize me about all my faults she thought I had, you know? Like, my horoscope was just everything that was actually wrong with me that she wanted to change what the fuck is that about and uh but she would try to like do it subtly like put it in a compliment sandwich you know so you know a compliment sandwich where like uh the the meat is the criticism uh and it's uh surrounded by the bread which is compliments on the front and the back end uh which uh only tastes good if the meat isn't meant to completely destroy your ego just fucking demolish me as a person which it often was because she would be <laughs> like um she's like um you have a great sense of humor. I can see that. Uh, but also, you are walled off emotionally. And you're probably going to die alone. And you don't let people in. So it's going to be sad and lonely for you. But you have nice hair. So that's nice. It's like fucking... Thank you. I'm still working on that last part. Anyway, uh, something I was thinking about, because it is a religious place that I come from, is uh, like Jesus and kind of this perception of Jesus. And honestly, I don't see what the big deal is. All right. About the, he was kind of a bro. Like, what the fuck? You're going to keep, t- why do you keep turning all the water into wine when there is no clean drinking water? All right. Do you know what time this was? They didn't have purification. What the fuck? What are the kids supposed to drink? You're just feeding alcohol to minors. You are such a douche. I just, Anyway, you heard it here. Jesus is a douchebag. Um, he's fine. All right. That's fun. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was good for me. Uh, what else? Uh, my mom uh, is a fun lady. Uh, she, we're from Texas, actually. So she's, uh, yeah, she's like a fun mom. Anybody else got a fun mom here? Huh? No? Nobody? Maybe? Kind of? What is your mom? Oh, I don't even want to know what yours is. We're going to move on. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Jack, but it scares me a little bit. Um, anyway, uh, my mom is like, she's a fun, she, so she likes a good party. Also, her favorite glass of wine is a box, right? Franzia, the whole thing in there. I never, 
I just never thought I'd have to like operate as a bouncer for any family gatherings that we had, giving her sobriety tests. Like, all right, can you follow the finger? Anything above a 0.15 and you can't talk to your sister, okay? <laughs> Nap it off in the car, drink five cups of coffee, then come back, lady, all right? I need to see ID next time. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she is fucking nuts. Uh, she's, an op she's friendly, she's nice, she means well, but she just is like too open about everything. She's an oversharer. I don't know if you know these fucking people that just will, like you're at the DMV and then like you're like, I know your entire life and why your father left. That is, okay, too much, too much, lady. Uh, she once told a group of strangers that my stepdad uh, likes to wear panties. Yeah, yeah. Worst birthday ever. Seriously, like bowling is not the venue for this conversation. You don't need to know the parents. Don't talk to, like, you ever just not want to introduce other parents to your parents? Is that ever a feeling anybody else has had? Yeah, I grew up with that every day of my life. Don't call my house. Anyway, uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, I, uh, we, we grew up kind of poor, I guess. I was like, it's like, we had food stamps at one point. Anyway, it didn't feel poor because I, you know, lived in it. So I was like, ah, we're fine. You know, I, I mean, I buy clothes at Walmart. That's not that bad, right? I got clothes. That's, that's all that matters. So I was like lower class. Anyway, we're white trash is I guess what I'm saying. Um, but I had to work uh, as a kid, you know, to be able to uh, buy like the necessities that other families could just like provide uh, for their children, like rich parents, uh, you know, like beer and weed. Right. And uh, yeah, I bought a lot of that and uh, I was in sales, uh, but it's hard to say, like, you're never really selling something that you love. Right. I sold weed is what I, I sold weed. Anyway, my point is I sold weed. That's how I, that was a long way to get there. I should have just started with, I sold weed in high school, all right? I sold weed and uh, I said that a lot in a row. Um, I sold weed, but like I was, one day I'm like trying to sell weed to this guy and he doesn't have any cash, which is like, fucking what? But he does have acid, so, tradesies, you know? <laughs> I was going to do that. And uh, I took it and I was a little worried that I might have taken too much, uh, mainly because the guy who dosed me was like, whoa, that's too much. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, all right, we're fine. I'm with friends. I'll be safe. You know, as long as I just stay with friends, it's a positive environment because like acid usually can be a really eye-opening experience and you walk away with a life lesson, something about yourself that you didn't know before, or you just see a bunch of fun colors and fucking stare into space, you know, which this was that time. This was definitely that time. Uh, and I made one mistake, uh, which is I called my parents. I <laughs> I was, yeah, that was a bad move. I don't know. This is like not the time to be responsible. You know, you're on, I was responsible for that moment, but then I took drugs. It's like fucking bounce it out, man. Just commit. All right. If you're going to be irresponsible, do the whole thing. You know, don't be like, I'm going to also go help walk children across the street while I'm fucking high on meth. You know, like that is, those things don't match. You know, you're like, I'm the crossing guard. You're like, you are a weird dude. You are. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, I just see that on the streets of San Francisco, actually, <laughs> you know, that, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, some people direct traffic, huh? Am I right? Uh, no, sorry. That wasn't directed at you. I just, it just stumbled into that. Um, but anyway, so I called my stepdad and the thing is, have you ever talked to anybody on the phone while you're on acid? Has anybody had that experience? It is very confusing. It is like, you're just like a disembodied voice is coming from somewhere. You don't put it together. You're like, is this God? Which is a weird thing to say to a man who I had literally called the devil two days before. You know, me and my stepdad did not get along. And, uh, 
Yeah. So he was like, you got to come home now. And I did. I went home once again, another dumb mistake. And, uh, it was fine. I like, I didn't drive. I had somebody else give me a ride and we get to my apartments, uh, and you know, should have been the end of it. But then also I started blacking out. So he's like, where do you live? And I'm just like not responding. And people, my, like my neighbors are walking by and he's telling them I'm autistic. And so I had to live with that for a year and a half. Uh, so there's a group of people somewhere that just thinks I'm autistic, uh, which is fine. They're probably like, remember that autistic kid that lived next door? That was a weird kid, huh? Uh, anyway, so I finally like snap out of it and I get in my house and then like I, that is smooth sailing. Well, except for I did hang naked from the ceiling fan and then my parents put me in handcuffs, which I try not to think about why they had handcuffs considering none of them worked in law enforcement. Whatever, you know, and uh, that was it. I learned something, though, you know. I learned uh, take cash. Just always take cash, really. Don't accept drug trades. Uh, that's my time. I'm going to finish there. Thank you very much. You've been great. A brilliant set by Kelly Evans. Oh, I feel like it was lovely. It's a great acid story. Usually stories about acid are boring and stupid because you're like, oh, yeah, you were high. But that one was really funny. I enjoyed it very much. I was laughing. I was having to wipe tears from my eyes even. Yeah. Your well, just I'm laughing so hard, you know. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Jack Ferguson. What's going on, everyone? I think you got the right idea, man, with this because I feel like your kid's gonna be the coolest kid on the playground, you know? Like, do you guys remember when you were like on the playground and a kid would come up to you and be like, I know something you don't know? Your kid knows everything, bro. <laughs> Your kid knows things I don't know, probably. <laughs> you know, this is great. I mean, I'm gonna when I'm an adult, I'm gonna if I have children, which whew, hope that doesn't happen, but uh, I'm gonna teach them to swear words at a young age. You know, because then they get to be the kid that teaches the other kids the swear words. Um, hell yeah! All right. Swear words are kind of like drugs. They're like the first drugs. Like before you can, or you're old enough to do drugs, the kids who are doing drugs are the ones that are swearing. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to people? That doesn't make sense. Uh, I think my parents' marriage is falling apart. That is funny, isn't it? Yeah. No, I think it is. Uh, and the reason I think that, uh, there's two reasons. The first is that my dad is trying to grow a beard which is something he's never done before, and my mom is very vocal about the fact that she doesn't like it. <laughs> and the second is, my dad is trying to buy a house in Costa Rica. <laughs> so one of those two things, I think, is a little bit more of an indicator. <laughs> my mom doesn't like the beach, and she doesn't like lizards, and <laughs> Costa Rica is a lot of lizards, a lot of beach. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what... I, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, maybe I'm just being paranoid, right? But I don't think either of them can really survive without the other. And I don't think either of them really know that. Like, my dad's a very smart man, but he's not socially capable at all. Like, he'll go to a party and just stand there, you know? He doesn't... He seems like a serial killer unless my mom is there because she can reach out and make friends and stuff like that, but she doesn't know how to, like do anything else <laughs> and so i just kind of get the feeling that if they break up i'm gonna have to take care of both of them and i can't do that <laughs> i'm not capable of that at all um 
Cool. Any uh, any practitioners of Islam here? No? Nobody? Okay. Do you guys know that in uh, the Islamic religion, though, you get, if you die a martyr, uh, you get 72 virgins in heaven. You've heard this before? We've heard this? Yeah? So, you know what you don't get? Uh, any food. <laughs> Like if you die, if you die a martyr and get 72 virgins, pretty soon you're going to have 72 hungry virgins and, uh, you don't have any food. So you're going to have to eat one of the virgins, right? And I'm pretty sure after that happens, the other 71 are not going to want to fuck you, you know, <laughs> like it's not something that really puts someone in a mood, just seeing a human being eaten. <laughs> All right. That tackle, we'll get rid of that. Um, Probably eventually they'll be like, this is bullshit, right? We should take this guy out. He's eating us. So they'll team up and try and take you down. Uh, and maybe some of them will die, but they'll die martyrs, you know? And so they'll go to heaven and get their own 72 virgins. Um, all right. What about Greek? Let's just stick with obscure religious stuff. Uh, you guys follow Greek mythology? <laughs> yeah? You know about uh, Zeus one time was trying to have sex with a lady and she wouldn't have sex with him. So he transformed himself into a great white bull. And then she was like, that's more my speed. <laughs> like what woman won't have sex with the God of thunder, but sees livestock and is like, whew, he knows my type. You know, I am into that. I feel like he should have just, I mean, like if you're going to transform yourself into something that a woman wants to have sex with why not just pick like a more handsome man you know or a shower head um yeah i think it was more about zeus i'm gonna be honest i don't think it was about the woman i think zeus just wanted to know what it was like to fuck a woman as a bull and uh don't we all you know <laughs> i feel like that's a pretty relatable desire um yeah i uh I'm bipolar. Uh, watch out! So it's a dangerous, dangerous thing. Actually, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> let's just. I'll just drop that nugget and then. <laughs> then not. <laughs> you guys are already know though. Uh, I went on a date last night. Went pretty well. Uh, yeah, thank you. I have sex. Uh, didn't have sex last night though. Uh, but the date wanted to bring a friend because it was our first date. And, it, you know, sometimes girls can, they want some security or something, which is fine. So she brought a friend and I was like, you know what? I don't want to distract your friend all night. So I'm going to bring a friend. So I brought a female friend of mine, which is the smartest thing I've ever done <laughs> because that, that girl that I know knows me and she knew every time I was about to go down a line of conversation that would completely derail the night. She was like, hey, just stop it. You know, <laughs> don't talk. Don't talk about the Holocaust, Jack. <laughs> you know, that's it's not attractive. <laughs> and then also, I feel like it proves to this girl that I am like a safe person for women to be around. Right. Which is totally false. But <laughs> that is, I mean, the girl was a comic, so not a great judge of character, but, um, yeah, yeah. It worked out. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it's going to be hard to dispose of the body, but the, <laughs> uh, Speaking of that, have you guys seen, there's this thing on Netflix, uh, it's called Don't Fuck With Cats. Have you seen it, Pam? 
So no one else has seen it in this room? No? Okay, well, it's a show. Basically, what it is is this guy uh, who... He was a serial killer, but he started out by killing cats and posting it on the internet. And I kind of liked it, but the <laughs> it was, I mean, I was rooting for him, but uh, <laughs> um, he was like kind of, uh, he was a very like, he, want, he was a model and, or he wanted to be a model. He was an aspiring model. And uh, you wanted to be an actor. Uh, by the way, how much time are we doing? Because I feel like I'm just... It's like I was giving people max 10. You're at uh, th seven minutes right now. Okay, we'll do 10. Um, yeah, I don't know. You should go watch... <laughs> this is just a documentary recommendation. Uh, you should go watch it. It's really good. Didn't you think it was good, Pam? I really didn't like... I'll, I'll spoil it for you. He, he puts Don't cats... wait, don't spoil it for them. Don't spoil it. Okay, well, I won't. That's not he really a spoiler, cats. It's though. so awful. It's so... I had to, I had to hide my eyes. But it was it was it was heart it was was heartwarming that people cared enough to try to track down a person who then murdered people. Yeah, it was heartwarming. Yeah, fingers crossed that that people don't do that anymore. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this dude's actually <laughs> this dude's like <laughs> shit's about to go down. <laughs> He's getting ready here too. This guy knows. No, I'm just kidding around. I would I would never uh, I would never incriminate myself um but <laughs> uh i've been trying to quit porn but trying to quit watching porn uh which is nice but it also just ended up being me masturbating to a lot more pictures of my ex which is i think a step down and i feel like a lot of women don't know like like do you think somebody's ever masturbated to your instagram do you have an instagram no. oh, okay so no but every woman, I'm pretty sure every woman who has like a social media account, they've been masturbated to like pictures. And like if you not only can I say that with certainty, but if you show me your Instagram, I can tell you which picture, you know, <laughs> like it's not usually it's not the one you'd think. Right. Like for me, my favorite one with my ex is the one where she graduated, uh, her graduation photo in the cap and gown. Cause, uh, I like to be reminded of why she was out of my league. You know, I'm just, I was <laughs> so proud of her. Um, hi, welcome. Uh, just talking about masturbating to pictures of our ex. Uh, so I think that's probably, well, th here's the thing about like, like, Someone asked me, like, why is that that you would, ma like, there's so much porn out there. Why would you masturbate to a picture of your ex? And I don't know. You, like, men with, like, sex are like dogs with food, right? Like, have you ever seen a dog eat a piece of cardboard just to find out if it was food? That's the way men are with sex, right? Like, we'll masturbate to something to see if it's hot. And, <laughs> and if after we come we have that like weird shameful feeling we'll know that it is hot <laughs> that's that's how you know um you'll learn all of this one day <laughs> rocco uh is rocco right yeah okay cool i feel like <laughs> this kid is is gonna be so cool he's <laughs> anyways uh that's my time thank you Jack Ferguson and his red hooded sweatshirt. Doop, 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 sweatshirt. Shamalama ding dong. 
Is anybody? I, yeah, we have to get. We've got time for you guys are in for a treat. She just walked in off the street. She's here from Vegas, Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Liz Glazer. Uh, that was quite something to walk into, um, uh, just like, you know, the ruining of a child. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I do appreciate the challenge to work clean. And so, um, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean that. I mean that like sincerely. Yeah. Uh, so so that that was how I meant it. But um, that said, I have no idea then what to say. I don't know if you guys relate to that. Like whenever have you had the experience of like having to work clean? Maybe. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, because I I've done I've done shows for kids and then I've done like situations like at temples and stuff like that where suddenly I have to be clean. And then, you know, it's like I, I think probably like I could be clean. But then once once somebody wants me to be clean, then all I can think of are not clean thoughts. Uh, that's that's a thing. But I recognize that what you're saying is you don't have to be clean, um, which I certainly understand from being in the room for the previous set. Uh, <laughs> so, hi, I'm Liz. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm mostly just here so I don't say something weird later. Um, that's That's the reason that I like going to open mics, just to kind of stretch out, you know? Uh, and uh, I've been talking about this. It continues to be true, but I, I've done, you know, a couple sets here already about it. Uh, but so I, I find fortunes on the ground. This is something like fortunes from fortune cookies, but I will be walking around and I just find them on the ground. And I found 70 of them from September 4th of 2018, up until yesterday, that set of times, 70 fortunes. I have a spreadsheet if you'd like to see uh, that's real because I appreciate like inviting magic and whimsy into my life so long as I can document it obsessively. Um, so anything that involves a spreadsheet is okay by me, but um, it's like uh, I said this to some of you yesterday, but like, like sometimes like I, I believe in religion. I believe in God. That's something that I, you know, was raised with or whatever. Like I was raised going to Orthodox Jewish day school. My parents are not as observant as the school that I went to. Uh, and so essentially I got an education in precisely with great detail, everything we were doing wrong at home. That was what I learned what religion was like that was religion for me but I always had this sense I was like oh I, I I don't know if I'm like religious in the way that school tells me to be but I feel like I'm special enough that I believe God would speak directly to me and that's what I feel like these fortunes are and so 
like the 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 sixty ninth one because yesterday I found my sixty eighth, sixty ninth, and seventieth one, uh, and it's like funny because like you're nodding your head and and I'm like like there's a sense that I have that I just say this, you know I wonder sometimes like am I a prophet like would God pick a lesbian prophet. I am gay, by the way. I feel like at some point I got gay enough I could just stop coming out. People were like, we know. But um, but when, but when your reaction of just like, yep, I've heard it. Like, I have that reaction when, A, when I find them, I'm like, oh my God, another one. And it's simultaneously, it's exciting and exhausting. And so, so hearing me, I imagine, would be maybe not exciting, but definitely exhausting. But then I think back to other prophets, you know, like Socrates and Jesus. And, and then I think, oh my God, maybe I am one because like, that's how they were perceived also just like spouting truth of some kind. But like, what kind of truth would I be spouting? It's literal fortunes from fortune cookies. So the 69th one was your golden years will be happy and fulfilling, which I thought was funny because it was the 69th one. And I think God is potentially funny. And I was like oh yeah well they'll be happy and fulfilling my golden years if I'm 69ing the whole time um I feel like that's obscure enough uh that Rocco needn't understand it uh but then it's also like I don't know the last time I did that but uh but anyway I don't I don't have a very high sex drive uh mostly I just want to get my back cracked that's like my thing, you know, like, cause I, I'm 40 and I feel like, I don't know how I feel 40. I feel like me, you know what I mean? Like whatever, but I feel old in my back. Like at any moment I am fantasizing that just like a small house falls on my back at exactly the right angle. It's T2. If that happens, I went out relieved, but, um, but the 70th one was, uh, was you and your partner will have a happy life together, which I guess could be true with all the 69ing. But, um, but yeah, like I, I do, I do wonder sometimes like, like we tell stories and, and do this for our lives and the Bible is a story too. But I wonder sometimes like, you know, the way that I learned the Bible, it seemed like Moses just got all 10 commandments in one shot, right? Up to the mount, all 10, write them down, down, right? Down the mountain. But we tell stories and stuff that happens in stories sometimes happens over time, but you don't take that long to tell the story because that's not how to tell a story. And so I wonder sometimes if Moses received the 10 commandments in the same fashion that I received my fortunes and if there was time elapsed between them, because sometimes I'm like, am I going to get another one, right? Is God going to text me back? And like, I wonder if Moses felt that, right? Like every time God spoke to him, him if he was wondering if it would ever happen again uh and like sometimes I'll be walking with a friend of mine like I was walking with my friend Katie and I found a clean conscience is a good pillow which I don't know what that means but okay uh what's that it is a good one yeah I think it's true right like just like be truthful be honest and then you could like fall asleep easily yeah I still need a meditation app but like whatever so did Moses but um but uh, but I was like walking with my friend Katie and like I see this fortune on the ground. I'm like, hang on, Katie. I have to like pay attention to this fortune. And I just wonder like, did Moses have a Katie? 
right? Like, was there somebody that he was just like, hang on, I got to like stop talking to you and talk to God. Uh, now there's like this sense now that we're on like a street corner, the doors open and I'm like preaching about God. I'm like, I feel like I really fit in here in San Francisco. That's what I think. Um, maybe more of a union square kind of thing, but I don't know. What would be the area of San Francisco where someone would, the tenderloin? What's that? Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. All right. Cool. How much time is this? Uh, how about one more minute? Okay. That sounds good. Um, great. Uh, are you having fun, Rocco? Yeah. That's such a cute smile. Oh, that's great. Um, I had no idea what comedy was when I was young. Uh, did you guys, did you, were you like people like who were obsessed with comedy before and then you did it? No, I, I didn't have that experience. You, you did. Right, right. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. No. no, I didn't have that. Yeah. I like had no idea that it was a thing. And then I did it for the first time. And I felt like first time I ever did stand up, like I, I'd been teaching law at that point um, for seven years. And so I was used to like getting up in front of me. I used to be a law professor, but like I used to, I was used to getting in front of people and talking about hilarious topics like the rule against perpetuities or adverse possession, you know, the jokes, the rest of you will get them at the reading of your will. But, um, but I love doing stand up. Like uh, even, even if it's not going well, I love it. Like, uh, and the first time I ever did it, I loved it. Like it was fine. It was totally just like whatever. But like, I had a great time. Like first time I ever did stand up, I felt like I was having a professional orgasm truly, which was basically a regular orgasm, but I was a hundred percent sure that I was having it. Thanks, guys. I'm Liz Glazer. Liz Glazer. Thank Yay. you, Pam. Thank you. I, I'm only going to do, I'm not even going to do the full time. I'm just going to do some God jokes just because everyone's been doing jokes about God. And I feel like I just have to run this material only because I have material about it. Okay. Yay, me. Knock, knock. Jesus. I know, did that guy exist or what? Jesus who? I'm so glad we're on the same page. You wrote the Bible or some shit? Who's that Jesus guy? Uh, I used to be a cheerleader for God. Yeah. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. Rah, rah, rah. No, I, I really was, I really was a cheerleader for Christ. Here we go. we all get 12 mansions in heaven yay the only thing that sucked about being a christian cheerleader is that the skirts were really long uh which are not sexy and that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity also not sexy uh my favorite bible verse is actually leviticus 20:12, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law you should both be stoned i love to be stoned also, my ex-father-in-law looked a lot like Barack Obama. He's a really good-looking guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. People blame Barack for everything, right? Like, it's porcupines, their smelly dick. But he was a sexy man. You can't blame him for being sexy. Oh, miss me some Barack. I have more God jokes. Everything I know about being a woman, I learned from reading the Bible. 
Yeah, absolutely. Learn about feminism and how to live your life from two books. Uh, my favorite is the book of Esther, right? Because she saved the entire Jewish people. How did she do that? Was she clever? Was she good at sports, puzzles, an orator? No, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. Like that's... <laughs> Her name was Hadassah. <laughs> Her Mordecai was like, you know what? You're a pretty bitch. Change your name, and I think that you can save the whole Jewish people. They changed it to Esther. Yay! She made it. She's so important. No, I, um, Bible, women in the Bible, it's just, uh, uh, the other book, Ruth. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hey, amazing stuff. She was from a different country. She married a Jew. He died. She went back with her mother-in-law to the home country. Wasn't even her home country. Crazy stuff. She's like the great, 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 great grandmother of Jesus or something. But how did she become that? Because she listened to her mother-in-law and she married the old rich fat dude. There's... It's an actual whole verse about it. He's like, I have younger relatives that are better looking. And she's like, you have all the money. <laughs> like, I'm listening to my mother-in-law. That second one's not as funny unless you like read the Bible. Sometimes I feel like with my Bible jokes, there's too much. Like I have to give too much story because it's, it's my truth. They made me learn it. I wasn't allowed to have an invisible friend. I wanted to have an invisible. When I was Rocco's age, I wanted to have an invisible friend it was a cat I wanted a large cat like a four foot tall fuzzy awesome being to like sit with me and be with me and be my friend tell it all my secrets and my parents were like no you can't have that but you can't have a 33 year old man <laughs> with a beard sit on your bed you can tell him about all the boys you like um <laughs> Jesus uh that's all my god stuff I think I want to do thank you guys for letting me run my jokes Yay. thank you for being here and stuff thank you Rocco I hope we didn't ruin your life um, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you another piece of chocolate. Uh, thanks for being here.
Yeah, yeah. Shit, we finna make a killing. Yeah, now the money stack up to the ceiling. Yeah, all I know is payback. All the rappers they sad. Now we finna go up in the billing. Yeah, I can really yeah. give a fuck yeah. about your feelings. Yeah, used to be a schoolboy and a rude boy too. Not a jerk like the new boys doing like schoolboy cute nigga. I done killed a few boys. Nigga. Yeah, got a couple shots, turning up another notch. Got a bitches in the spot and she faded. Yeah. Set top with a new ass shots, couple Instagram likes, now she famous. Uh, yeah, no job working on some payments. Yeah, on a new car, now she finna trade it. Uh, yeah, next time shouldn't suck the nigga dick free, man. I swear the small girls are my favorite. Yeah, oh my god, your cable's turned off. You should have said a nigga dick for free. Brand new Rory finna race it. Yeah, I am not the nigga you should play with. Yeah, this year I turned into the racist. Yeah, all yeah. I wanna see is green faces. Woo. I wanna count his green numbers. Yeah, man, this shit is weird, looking like the Matrix. Yeah, gave him my power, always shoving prosper. Only took a little bit of patience. Yeah. Yeah. Shorty, she like the pop ass. In my ear like wrist yeah. Pull off at the light like uh, Looking like a millionaire Trump Two-seater got me looking all clump Hit a nigga wig on sight Serve a nigga mom off white uh, Get it so high I'm Christ Nigga ball so hard like Mike I can whip that bitch like A nigga go blind. G rock top and not a need signs. Do I got the most chirping? Yeah. Uh. Do I put the work in? Yeah. Do I got them hoes out working? Yeah. Do I make them put the work in the burping? Yeah. yeah. Shorty, she like the pop.
Yeah, yeah. Shit, we finna make a killing. Yeah, now the money stack up to the ceiling. Yeah, all I know is payback. All the rappers they sad. Now we finna go up in the billing. Yeah, I can really give a fuck about your feelings. Yeah, used to be a schoolboy and a rude boy too. Not a jerk like the new boys doing like schoolboy cute nigga. I done killed a few boys, nigga. Down a couple shots, turning up another notch. Got a bitches in the spot and she faded. Yeah. Set top with a new ass shots, couple Instagram likes, now she famous. Uh, yeah, no job working on some payments. Yeah, on a new car, now she finna trade it. Yeah, next time you shouldn't suck the nigga dick free, man. I swear the small girls are my favorite. Yeah, oh my god, your cable's turned off. You should have said a nigga dick for free. Brand new Rory finna race it. Yeah, I am not the nigga you should play with. Yeah, this year I turned into the racist. Yeah, all yeah. I wanna see is green faces. Woo. Green numbers, yeah. Man, this shit is weird, looking like the Matrix. Yeah. Gave him my power, always dropping prosper. Only took a little bit of patience. Yeah. Shorty, she like the pop ass. In my ear like wrist Pull off at the light like uh, Looking like a millionaire Trump Two-seater got me looking all clump Hit a nigga weird on sight Serve a nigga mom off white uh, Get it so high I'm Christ Nigga ball so hard like Mike I can whip that bitch like Ike I can fuck your bitch off hype Pink ring got bling all bright High high nigga rock this ice Protein almost got that strike Protein almost did that And a nigga go blind G ride top and not a need signs Do I got the most chirping? Yeah uh. Do I put the work in? Yeah Do I got the most out working? Yeah Do I make them put the work in the burping? Yeah, yeah. Shorty she like the
say I love you But I ain't in making love songs Baby, I'm just rapping to this LSD She ain't a stranger to the city life I introduced her to this hippie life We make love on the pretty lights LSD CFO here, here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Promenade Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Mutinyradio.fm Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm Streaming live the station Mutinyradio.fm District of the Mission Mutinyradio.fm Mutinyradio.fm Listen to Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm? 
the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... The Let's Watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four ninety-nine. 
Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. 
First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the U 